Welcome to the Deeper Than Work podcast. This is your host, Dorian St. Floor from yourcareergirl.com. And this is episode one. This episode, I just want to talk about my career journey and where I've come from, how I've come to be today as an HR expert, career development coach, and career blogger. So today, if you speak to me, if you you know see me randomly on the street or we're having a conversation or whatever it is, it's going to become very clear in a matter of minutes that I love what I do. Right. And I'll talk a little bit about more specifically what I do, but it's going to be so clear because, you know, it's just it comes out of everything that I say. It comes out of everything that I do. I'm just in a space where I love what I do for work. And the reason why I think I am so passionate, I mean, a lot of people, yes, if you love what you do, you're happy. But the reason why I think I am on a thousand is because I know where I've come from. I know what it's like to hate, hate what I do for a living, to have no purpose, to have no passion, to feel like, what am I doing? I know what that's like. So I graduated from undergrad. I went to Spelman College, which is amazing, the best four years of my life, but that's for another conversation. Um, But I graduated from Spelman College, May 15th, 2005, and I, did I just say my age? I just, I think I just gave away my age a little bit. Who cares? Whatever. I am 33 years old, graduated in 2005. And at the time I was really conflicted. So on one hand, I had an Ivy League acceptance, I had an acceptance into Columbia University into their clinical psychology program. I was going to be a therapist. And it's something that I knew I was going to be for a long time since I was a little girl like around fourth grade, I just knew I, whatever I did, I was going to help people. It was clear. Okay. Not to be bragging or tooting my own horn, but I was smart. I was very smart. Things came to me easily. I learned things very quickly. I can, I'm very articulate, whatever it was. Right. And this, these things have been this way since I was young. And so I knew that whatever I did, I was going to be making an impact. I knew I was going to be speaking. I knew I was going to be in some sort of leadership influential type position, but I had to be helping people. I knew that in fourth grade. And yeah, as young as that was, I just knew that. So I was going to be a pediatrician. I told my mom that we set we set up, you know, my my process, my plan to become a pediatrician. Then somewhere around high school, I said, you know what? I don't really want to be a pediatrician. I don't really like body parts and touching people and blood and urine and all just all the things that they have to do. I don't want to do that. But I still want to be helping. I still want to be influential, a leader, speaking, you know, authority. I still want to do that. I'd become interested in personal development and just learning and self-help. And I was like, hmm, what about a therapist? What about a psychologist? What about something in that field? And that's where that 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 spark grew for me in high school. So I was determined. Yes, I did my research. This is what I need to do. And then I said, Spelman is a the, not a, the top liberal arts, historically black college and university. Um, so I'm going to go there, major in psychology, do it, get my internships, do what I need to do and continue on that path. And I did that. I'm very methodical in the way that I look at planning and goal setting and all that. So if I have a goal, I know the outcome, I do it. So I did that. Um, and I did everything I was supposed to do. I got good grades, you know, graduated magna cum laude, like all of the things, did it, done, got into Columbia. Yes, this is what I need to do. But what I didn't anticipate is that life 
you know, kind of this little curveballs and things that happened. And what happened was the summer before I graduated, so this was 2004, I did an internship at a, the top um, investment bank in the world. It's I don't want to say the name because I talk disparagingly about them all the time. And so just in case I don't want to say the name because I ain't trying to get sued. That's how they are. Whatever. So I worked at this company and it started out okay. Um, so I'm getting ahead of myself. So I did the internship at the company in 2004. You know, I was making money at that time, the internship, you know, a, a, a person out. So I was going into my senior year in college and they were giving me um, $45,000 a year. <laughs> this is like, I, well, how was like 2019, whatever it was. And I'm getting $45,000 a year through college, through this internship. And I'm like, wow, the money, I'm not going to lie, it was enticing. So when they gave me the full-time offer, but then I also had my offer from Columbia, I'm like, what, what am I going to do? So I'm graduating from college, again, bring it back to May 2005. And I'm like, what's my next step? So I thought I was smart. I thought I was slick. And I said, let me call up Columbia and say, hey, guys, thank you so much for this invitation. I will be there. But just give me one year. I'm going to defer my acceptance. I'll start next year. Right. Just need to do some things. This is my gap year, whatever it is. And I took that time to work at this company, at this investment bank. Now, it was in the operations division. I had I knew nothing about finance, nothing about Wall Street, nothing about this company even, but I just knew I was getting paid. Like my starting salary, $50,000, fresh out of school, no hardly any work experience. I mean, my job before that, I was the rat at Chuck E. Cheese. Like, come on, no experience, right? And I was given this opportunity. So I deferred for a year, started working at this bank. And even though it wasn't something that was earth shattering. It wasn't something that was, you know, changing lives or anything like that. The paychecks, honestly, it was calling me. I got myself my luxury car. I had fur coats. I was traveling all over the world. Like, you know, I was buying designer bags and jewelry and just red bottoms, like you name it, right? I was doing it and it was just enticing me. And I was just feeling like, yes, this is what life is all about. Until it wasn't. Until I realized that, no, I still have this quiet tugging within me. Unfortunately, I realized that after the year had passed, so my Columbia dreams were gone, right? I didn't, I deferred my acceptance, but never went back. And I was just at a space where I'd been working at this company for some time. And it was just, it was just too much. Like, yes, I was getting paid, but I was working 12 hour days. You know, it was a a kill or be killed type of atmosphere. It was very competitive, very cutthroat. You always had to be going to the next level. It was like up or out. You're not trying to move up, then you got to get out of here. Um, and it just wasn't a, a place that, that was conducive to who I was and my personality and what I wanted. So after about four years, I spoke to my manager and just said, you know, I'm just unhappy. I really don't enjoy what I'm doing. It's the same thing every day. It's very monotonous and I'm just over it. And because I'd taken some random classes at NYU um, in like HR management, so it was like intro to HR type deal. I don't even know what made me, I can't even remember what made me say, let me take some HR classes. I really don't know, but it sparked an interest. And so I said to him, you know, I really want to stay here. They really wanted me to stay at the company. I was a top performer doing what I had to do, getting promoted, all of that, but I'm just not happy doing this. So we worked together and we came up with a plan of how I would transfer into the HR department at that company. I went through the interview process, blah, blah, blah. And I got it. And at first I was very happy. 
right? It was different from what I was doing before, which although I didn't hate it, it was just boring, monotonous, all those things that I said. But so it was different from that. It was in HR. I felt like, okay, I, I feel like I'm getting my foot in. But the thing is, Yes, the work was cool and I was loving starting to get to know more about HR because remember I had no experience. I just taken some HR classes, right? So I was learning the ropes, but the people that I worked with were the worst people in life. They were just hostile. They were mean and it was women, you know, and I'm a sisterhood. I went to all women's college. Like I'm, I'm all about sisterhood. I'm very loyal to my girlfriends. Like this is just, this is how I am. And I just thought, okay, I'm working here. There's, you know, some, you know, other black women here, whatever. This is a sisterhood, women in general. And it just wasn't like that. I was treated like an outsider. You know, they just weren't ready, I guess, to to bring me up to speed and to take me under their wing. I had no experience in HR and it just, I feel like it just wasn't tolerated there. So, you know, things that I used to do really well and I'm used to being the top person and the go-to person, it just wasn't that way. I was failing. I was, you know, making mistakes and just, you know, the laughing stock basically. And it just wasn't what I was used to. I was depressed. I was unhealthy. I was sick all the time. You know, it just wasn't a good space. And how it all ended was that they laid me off. And not only did they lay me off, they laid me off two weeks before my wedding. So I'm here planning a wedding. I'm talking to them. They were all invited to my wedding, like, you know, and lo and behold, I was about to get laid off. And that time of my life should have been so happy. I'm getting married, you know, I, I'm, I'm, things are going well, like, and I'm laid off. What are we going to do for money? What are we going to, you know, what are we going to do? We're planning a wedding. Like what's happening is all the thoughts that went through my mind. How do I bounce back from this? This is all I know. This is the only company I've ever been with. Like it was like a, a bad breakup with a person, even though a relationship might be horrible and it's not the best for you. No one likes to get dumped, right? This was like my first relationship outside of college. This is my first job. So this was like a relationship for six, seven years. And for it to just be abruptly stopped on their terms, not mine, it was just really traumatizing for me. So as I was laid off and I was supposed to be happy and supposed to be a newlywed and supposed to be all this, I was just depressed. I sat on the couch. I ate. I binge watched Netflix. I just did all of these things. And it, I didn't look for a job. Like it was just a bad, bad time for me. And it wasn't until I really just looked myself in the mirror and I said, you know what? All of these years you were in these jobs that you didn't necessarily like, you know, they weren't your purpose. Or when you did find something that was good, the team was horrible. It just, you weren't, you were working 12 hour days. You were unhappy. You were sick. All of these things for all these years, you've never really had an opportunity where you've done something that you really want to be doing with people you want to be doing it with, but you've helped other people do that. So I, it wasn't a side hustle. I wasn't getting paid for it, but over all those years of me working, something within me was just always helping other people get to their space in their career. So I would write resumes. I would write cover letters. I would do practice interviews with people, prep them to have conversations with their manager. There, I had a short stint as a manager when I was in operations and I was a good manager. Like I really helped forge people's career forward. These are things that just came naturally to me. I didn't know that it was a thing. I didn't know that it was called career coaching or any of that, but it's just something that really came naturally to me. And I said, what advice would you give you, you know, if you were, if, if you, someone in your position came to you and said, Hey, I need help with my career. What advice would you give them? 
And so I gave that advice to myself and I picked myself up and I said, girl, you need to, you need to get it together. And in under 30 days, within a month, I put myself together a plan and I was able to land a new job, making more money with people that were amazing, doing things that really helped stretch me and help build my HR, you know, just my HR skills. And I think back to how much time I spent hating what I did when I was at my first job and hating the people I was around after I transferred and working 12 hour days and being unhealthy and unhappy and unfulfilled. And I think about how that just instantly flipped the moment I finally got myself together and got this new job and I had work-life balance for the first time ever. And I was making money and I was with people that valued my opinion and I was doing something that I felt like I was really adding value and really good at. I think about how much time it took for me to get to that space. And that's really what made me say, you know what? I can't, I can't have other women do that. I can't have people wait six, seven, 10, 15, 20 years before they realize that there's more out there. You know, the name of this podcast is Deeper Than Work. It's, 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 it's something that I live by. It's passionate. Your work is not just about where you go from nine to five and where you get your paycheck. It's about your life. If you don't love what you do, if you're not being paid what you're worth, if you don't feel like you're adding value, tell me, doesn't that spill over into everything else that you do in your life? Doesn't that spill over into your emotional well-being physical well-being, financial well-being, who you are at home, who you are with your friends. It's deeper than just your nine to five. It's about your life. And I just became so passionate about that. I didn't know how to put it all together, but I knew I had to do something about it. So as I went through this new job, I was happy and you know things were going well. And I said, you know what? I really just want to take it to, a, to the next level. And I don't want to be in a situation where I'm stagnant. So after about four years at that company, I did my research and you know got a, landed a new job where I am now, which is amazing flexibility and just a thought leader and you know even more money because you know I negotiate. But it's just I'm in a, a good space professionally. And with that added flexibility and all of that, I was able to launch my own career development business at yourcareergirl.com. And that's my sole mission is to just help women figure out how can they transform the way that they look at work and have more impact, increase their income, do things they love because they have the time and the energy to do it. And it wasn't, if I didn't go through my journey, if I didn't start off in a place of having to make that decision when I was graduating, which which door should I open? And sometimes I did feel like I made the wrong decision. But now, hindsight is twenty twenty. I know that I made the right one. But if I didn't have that opportunity, if I didn't have the lows, you know, the really low lows, then I wouldn't be able to feel this high that I feel right now and this happiness and this purpose that I feel because I wouldn't know what to compare it to. And so that is the mission. That is my journey that leads me here today. That is why I love what I do. That is why if I ever come into a space where I'm not loving what I'm doing, I am ready to shift and to do something else. You know, I'm a passionate person and I feel like if you're not living and working on purpose, then what is the point? So that's my career journey. That's where I'm coming from. That is what informs all that I do. 
um, you know, if you want to learn more, want to read more, whatever it is, you can go to yourcareergirl.com. I'm also on Instagram at yourcareergirl. Um, I'm on Twitter, keep it real coach. And, you know, you can shoot me an email, Dorianne at yourcareergirl.com. I'd really love to hear about your story, your journey, you know, what you're trying to accomplish in your career. That's all for now. And I'll catch you on the next episode.